The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you longing for a place where hope, ideas, and new ways of thinking can arise? For nearly 50 years, Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, has been a gathering place where world-class teachers provide innovative educational experiences that cultivate extraordinary potential in us all. Join us either on campus or online. To learn more, visit eomega.org. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today, 816-251-3555, if you want to get in the queue, and it's 816-251-3555. And just a few things on my calendar um, that you may be interested in. Um, I'm offering an evening of mediumship online. It's a mediumship demonstration offered through Zoom. And that's on June 11th. And it's called Heavenly Connections, an evening evening of mediumship presented by Circles of Wisdom. It'll be myself and two other mediums, Lori Sheridan and um, Deanna Fitzpatrick from Delaware. So two Massachusetts mediums, a Delaware medium, one night. So that's online and you can learn more at my website, laurawooster.com and that's on June 11th. Um, And also there's another demonstration that's coming up and I don't believe it's on sale yet, but maybe maybe by the time you hear this podcast, it may be on sale at that point. Um, July, I'll be offering or be a part of a demonstration of mediumship through the journey within, um, which is a spiritual center and church in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. And that, again, it will also be on Zoom. It'll be myself, Lori Sheridan, Rita Berkowitz, and I believe Janet Havoc herself will be on there as well. And she's been a guest on my show before. So just mark your calendar and that should be on, on sale soon. Um, so I don't want to wait any longer to bring my guest on. Um, so is there something that do you feel stuck sometimes? Do you feel like there's something there's more to life than than what you're experiencing right now? Is there do you feel like you need a little bit of direction? Um, so this our, my next guest is going to help us with that. He is um, Elias Petrus. He's an author and intuitive empowerment coach a motivational speaker, a psychic medium, and a facilitator for the Empower You Retreat series. And without further ado, I'm going to bring Elias on. Hello, Elias. Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, I'm so glad to have you on. I know it's it's funny. We've just been chatting a lot, especially since COVID started. Um, 
Elias and I met a few years ago at Virginia Beach. I was helping to facilitate a, a workshop there with two speakers and um, Elias was one of the attendees and we just happened to meet and we've just hit it off and we've had some great chats since then. So it's so nice to have you on the program today. Thank you, Laura. And you're so easy to talk with. I mean, you just are so warm and and friendly and wonderful and uh, just you're, you're just a, you're a good egg, Laura. You're a good egg. <laughs> right back at you, Elias. Thank you. Thanks. Mutual admiration society. <laughs> so, um, so today we are going to talk about you know how how can you change your mindset so that you can embrace what life has to offer. But I, we will get to that in a moment. But what I'd like to to talk about, Elias, is you know how did you get to this point? Because everybody has a turning point in their life that that turns them on to their purpose in life and the reason why they're here. What is that for you? I have to tell you, Laura, it's ever since my parents passed away, things just shifted, and their voice, their their wisdom from the years that I was like, yeah, 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 thanks, mom and dad, <laughs> now makes sense. And I think since they're passing and doing this psychic mediumship has been, that's really shifted. And my life has shifted because of the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that have happened to me. So then I can talk about it, relate to others about it and share my story. So I would have to say about 20 years ago, things shifted and each, I would say almost every three to five years, something happens where I just go further and further down the path. So did you, I mean, were there clues early on that you would be doing something like this? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing, nothing. No. You had no in a million <laughs> years, I would have never thought I would have done what I'm doing. I mean, I went from assistant media buyer at Leo Burnett Advertising to working at a crazy 50s, 60s, um, restaurant as a as a server, then a manager, and then got into massage work. I mean, was learning about energy work a little bit before that, and then my whole career just shifted. Went into massage, um, a, a massage educator, and then I did a two year apprenticeship program in shamanic studies, and um, Peruvian based, and started leading retreats and workshops and. I would have never, ever guessed that this is where I would wind up. But I love it. I love it. And I love being able to see the aha moments in other people's lives. And when they work with me or if they're on a workshop or even a conversation, even a five-minute conversation, um, you know, and I, while being in Starbucks and, and the line at Starbucks, it's, it's just fascinating. People fascinate me. And it's, it's about really sharing about possibilities. It's really about sharing people's, people's way of looking at themselves and knowing that none of us are limited. We are truly limitless, and we have to embrace that. And even if I say it right now, that's like my way of going, yeah, remember what you think about this morning? Remember, you are limitless. Why do I stop myself thinking that way? because of fear, of doubt, of old tapes that go on in our mind that we have said yes to, 
And now we have to throw those old tapes out and say, if I say yes to myself, the universe says yes back. Yes, exactly. And, you know, and, it's, and, and I don't want to not to take anything away from the message here, but a lot of times people hear these things being, you know, we, we talk about this often, you know, uh, the t- both of us, the type of work that we do, we talk about being limitless and letting go of self um, uh, limiting beliefs and things like that. And, right. and sometimes people kind of toss that aside as kind of, oh, that's just new agey thinking, you know, but it, it really is, we truly are limitless beings. And when you're in a space where you're open to possibilities, then somehow the universe finds ways through synchronicity, little hellos, little little winks that says, hey, there's something more here. And, there's, and it kind of brings the magic into your life, right? So even like, and it's like you were talking about, um, you know, even a little chat in Starbucks with somebody waiting in line for your coffee. That could be a little wink from the universe to say, hey, keep going. You're on the right path. You know, these things, it doesn't have to be an appointment with an empowerment coach, although that's very helpful. It kind of gets perspective. But just to be open to these little miracles that happen every day. And um, And I agree with you, Laura. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, you know my story. But for your listeners, you know, I was, it's almost like I was, like the universe shifted me and said, this is your path. Learn what you need to learn now, and you're going to go down this road. It started with my parents. I mean, it truly, my mom was 46. My dad was 56. My mom had five miscarriages before they adopted me. And my parents said, at 46 and 56, everybody told us that we were too old to adopt a child. And she said, if we said no, and heard everybody say no, you wouldn't be here. So never take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where did exactly. I live by? And that's how your life, your, your life began with your parents. Yeah. Right. Right. They, right. They didn't take no for an answer. And I, and I love, I mean, I don't, I know that um, there's an interesting story about how they, they found you. And that, which I love, there, and you have to share that. <laughs> okay, all right. You don't mind. I, I don't mind it. at all. I don't mind yeah. at all. So, um, like I said, my mom and dad were um, older. My mom was born 1919, and my dad was born 1909. So my mom had five miscarriages. A cousin-in-law came back and uh, from Greece, and they just adopted a child, which kind of put that little bug in my mom's ear and she was talking to my dad and she said, you know, we just won a trip to Korea. We could switch that to a trip to Greece. And um, they got all that. My mom said, (laughs) my dad was a very smart man. He graduated from University of Chicago and she said, but he was a procrastinator and uh, waited last minute. But she's like, all the paperwork just fell in line. Within four to five months, we got all the paperwork for you. And the night before they left for Greece, my mom had a beautiful dream. Now, they wanted a child four or five years old, so, you know, they would be a little bit better than that, but, uh, you know, within, instead of with the baby. But my mom had a dream that she found a baby in a blue crib with a white dove painted on it. Outside of the orphanage was two stone pillars, two stone, uh, two stone doves, and uh, she woke up from that dream 
and she just remembered it. She never dreamed. My mom probably has had three dreams in her life that she can remember. And they went to Greece. They went to different orphanages. They looked at different children. They had different medical history backgrounds that would not be conducive for older parents to, to have. So they're driving along on the way to another orphanage, and my mom said, stop the car. And the lady's like, no, 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 that's not the orphanage. They have children three and under. Meanwhile, I was on the list to be um, for the children, unwanted children, to go to Cyprus, Greece. Uh, Barbara Walters did a special on it. So in 1966, any unwanted children in Greece were shipped off to Cyprus. So I was on the list. And my mom said, stop the car. There were two stone pillars, one stone dove, and the way that my mom... The way that my mom tells the story, and she said, and then we got out of the car, and this beautiful brown turtle dove landed on my shoulder and flew off. And as I got older, I said, Mom, you know you know that was a pigeon, right? We, we call it a pigeon. We don't call it a turtle dove, but okay, whatever. And uh, and she said, there, we, your father and I walked into the, the orphanage and down the center aisle by the window, there you were in a blue crib with a white dove painted on it. Amazing. And she, you know, I know now what I know is, you know, I was made for them. My mom manifested it. And um, she has always been that way. She always has. Uh, my mom was so, you know, everything always happens for a reason. Now, did a little Greek guilt go in? Did she use that sometimes? Sure. If I lied to her sometime, like, hey, mom, I'm on the side of the road. I had a flat tire. She would say, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm okay. And she goes, honey. And I said, yeah. She goes, you know why that happened? <laughs> I said, because I went over a nail or something? She goes, no, no. You lied to me earlier and God punished you. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Oh, God. That's too funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it just, I just love that story because it just shows that, you know, it's meant to be that, that magic right. will take place. And if, and if you pay attention to the magic, you know, a dream, a little nudge, you know, your mom obviously was open to that little nudge to stop the car, go there. Um, so you know, if we all could be open to those little nudges, it just, I, when I started noticing those things in my life, you know, the magic actually increased. You started to see, I started to see it happen more and more. And I'm sure the same thing, obviously, you, you were brought up that way to look for those. Right. Correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, they always said everything always happens for a reason. I, I take it as, think of, you know, now at 56 and needing reading glasses, you know, you could still see something. But then when I put down the reading glasses, I'm like, oh, wow, my vision got even better. And then, you know, and then I really can see stuff. So it's almost like it's there. It's always there. But are we stopping and paying attention? Are we acknowledging? Are we saying thank you? Are we giving the gratitude? Are we doing those steps to see how the universe is truly speaking to us? And I, I feel that it happens every moment of the day. Every moment when we ask a question and we throw it out there, I think we're getting a signal that sometimes we're so stuck in our way that we don't hear it, see it, or feel it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what, what kind of advice could you offer for someone who says, oh, I'm looking for the sign, I'm looking for 
for the synchronicities and it just never happens to me like what what advice can you offer them so i would first i would ask them give me an instance you know give me an instance where you had something that you wanted and you didn't see it and then i would ask do you are you talking are you saying i am open to receiving messages softly gently and quickly for a way that i can understand and you could also you can ask for how you want it you can say you know if i find dimes i'm getting a message that this is my message for this or if um like you said and like i've said you know it's it's different conversations that happen you can sit in a restaurant and you're sitting in that particular booth and the people behind you are talking about a conversation or subject that you've been wondering about or you happen to turn on a channel for a television show and there is something right there or you turn on the radio and it's a song it's 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 those tiny little things like i say you know the universe doesn't yell the universe whispers mm-hmm. and we're looking for that big neon sign that says okay go this way it is this <laughs> way you know and it, like i've told the clients i'm like you know sometimes when the sea parts or there's a burning bush i mean that's a definite sign but you know that's not going to happen right now currently so we have to pay attention to a bird coming to the window every day and have you looked up what that bird means indigenous cultures believe that uh you know each animal carries a special message i know when i was dealing with patients i had an infestation of ants in my kitchen and animal medicine for ants is all about patients <laughs> so i i think we we have to be open and i would suggest to whomever just say it say it out loud i am open to hearing messages for my highest good. And please let me see it and be not hit over the head with it, but softly, gently, quickly. Yeah, and it's always good to, to acknowledge it by saying, okay, if that was a sign, thank you. I acknowledge it. It just kind of, it starts the conversation and keeps the conversation flowing between you and the universe. And and, I, and I'm a very logical person myself, even though I, I can have a very creative side, but I'm also like very grounded with things. So I'm always, mm-hmm. you know, saying, okay, if that, you know, show it to me, like I have a three times rule. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So if I get yeah. it in three different, yes, yeah. So um, if I get a little nudge and I get a different way, and a nudge in a different way, nudge in a different way, I'm like, okay, there might be something to this. Um, so I always say, show that to me in a different way if that if I'm meant to really understand that or something. So it it always eventually works out. Um, but so so if um an empowerment coach now intuitive empowerment coach I have to say was what you are. Um, who what's your ideal client like what what would they be looking for from you i think an an ideal client for me is or the clients that i'm receiving lately are Mm -hmm. people that want to make a shift don't know how to make a shift and need some goal setting and also laura i think it's really important that for my job is accountability holding someone accountable and saying okay if someone says well like if i worked with a client the other day and it was all about loving self we we look at you know 
where is she denying herself? Well, I don't feel like I deserve X, Y, and Z. Okay, so if we're changing the dialogue to I am deserving, I am worthy, and I am more than enough, those I am words, so important, intention, action, manifestation, I am, if we change those words, and I asked her to buy flowers, and I said, check back with me before the week is up, and I said, do you agree on that? Yes, I agree. Great. So before Friday, at this time, you're going to text me a picture of the flowers that you bought. Yes, I, I will do that right away. Friday comes, it's noon, there's no picture, and I text her, hi, um, is everything okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, you were supposed to, and it's not a shaming, it's not a shaming of you were supposed to do this thing. It's, did you remember to buy flowers? Um, you know, I didn't. And um, how come? Well, they weren't, they weren't perfect or they weren't the right color or this or that. And then I ask, where else does that happen for you in the other areas of your life? Because how we act in one way is going to affect us in the whole way. So in this short piece, she was able to shift and say, oh, I get it. I show up that way in every area of my life. And it was that aha moment. So I am looking for clients that want to create that aha moment to further along themselves in creating a goal, a smart goal, which is a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based goal. You can't just say, I'm going to lose weight. Okay, how can I hold you accountable to that? I'm going to work on my eating patterns by Next week, I will get rid of the sugar in my house. And the following week, I will be drinking double the water. So this is something that I can say, did you, did you, measure, did you measure it? Did you, you know, chart it down? Did you do all these things? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now you're seeing these tiny little steps for that big, huge goal that you're creating, which is losing weight. We break it down because like a buffet – are you going to eat everything on the buffet? Or are you going to go back and have the salad, come back? Oh, that was good. Okay, now I'm going to go for the main course. Oh, that was delicious. You know, I think I want a little more salad. Okay, now I'm going to go back for the dessert. We take it in bites, and then we can appreciate the whole picture. Beautiful. So you help people map that out for themselves. Exactly, yes. Beautiful. Excellent. So... Um, so if, if anybody's just joining us, I'm talking with my friend Elias Patras, and he is a, an author, an intuitive empowerment coach, a motivational speaker, and a psychic medium. So how did, how did the psychic medium piece come into all this? The psychic medium piece came in, <laughs> came in, well, I started when I was little. When I was little, you know, as you know, having older parents, I would have a dream, Laura, and it was the same dream. I was in Greek church. I was in the church. All my relatives were there except one person. And the phone would ring, wake me out of the dream. My parents would come into the room and say, so-and-so passed away. And it was that person. Mm. And then weird things started happening when I got a little older, all before teenage years. 
where I would walk by someone and I would get the chills or I would get like a smell. And I'm like, I don't think this person's going to be around, you know, and, and, you know, maybe a couple days later, we were on vacation in Florida. I remember this. And this woman, I just got a weird feeling from her. And there was a, my dad always loved reading the newspaper wherever he was, the local news and the uh, everything. And um, there was a picture of the woman that we saw sitting, um, I think, uh, like on a park bench or something. And I recognized her face and she was some well-known woman and passed away. It just was weird. And then it stopped. It completely stopped junior high, high school. You know, you have all that craziness happening. Mm-hmm. And then it started actually a couple a couple years before my mom passed away. And I would be an empath. I was an, an empath. I would feel people's pain on the bus in downtown Chicago, which is crazy. And they would get off the bus stop and my pain in her knee, because she was rubbing her knee exactly where I was. Like, isn't that funny? We both had the same pain. As soon as she got off the bus, gone. Mm-hmm. It was just, so it started little by little again. And I thought I was going a little cuckoo for the Cocoa Buffs. And um, <laughs> a friend of mine, a friend of mine said, you know, you need to see a therapist. And I said, so you think I'm nuts? No, no. She's an integrative therapist. She will help you. And I went to go see her and made a, a session with her. And she said, well, you're an empath. And I said, no, I'm Greek. And she said, no, 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 you're an empath. <laughs> and um, I'm like, I don't understand. And she told me, does this happen? Does this happen? Yes. And she said, do you have thoughts? And you're like, oh, what was that all about? And you just push it aside. I said, all the time. Yeah. And she said, would you like to be part of this program that I'm doing? And it was understanding a little bit more about the intuition. And then she and her now ex-husband, but she and her husband at that time were studying with Alberto Vidiodo, um, the author of uh, Shaman Healer Sage and Dance of the Four Winds. And um, she did a two-year apprenticeship program in shamanic studies, Peruvian-based. And I did that program. And then I helped assist in two other programs of the same thing. So it, it just started. It just built and built and built. But I have to tell you, Laura, if it didn't start when it did, if things didn't happen, I was in church one time. My dad was in the nursing home for the first time, and my mom was sick with the flu, and she said, okay, good Friday. I need you to go to church. I need the program. Um, In the Greek church, we have this big thing that it's supposed to um, be uh, Christ's tomb and there's flowers all over and she goes make sure you bring a flower back for me blah 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 and I did the sign of the cross I sat on the pew I felt a hand on my shoulder and I'm like oh it's a little man little woman no big deal mm-hmm. I heard in my ear one of your parents won't be here next year for Easter okay. and I just started you know doing this work and I opened my eyes nobody was around I busted out crying Hold that thought. We're going to leave you hanging there for a moment. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back in just a few moments with Elias Patras, and he'll finish the story he was telling us. (laughs) 
Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Worcester. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm here with my friend today, Elias Patras. He is an author, an intuitive empowerment coach, motivational speaker, and a psychic medium. And we are taking your calls today um, if you'd like some guidance. And is 816-251-3555. And we'll be getting to the callers in just a moment here. But we kind of left you all with a cliffhanger because we left the story with Elias in church waiting or talking or praying and, and feeling a hand on his shoulder or something. Is that how it went? <laughs> I hope everybody got their popcorn because it's really a good story. Uh, it's a really good story. <laughs> so I was in church and um, I felt a hand on my shoulder and um, I heard someone whisper in my ear, one of your parents won't be here next year for Easter. And I left the church crying. I sat in the car crying for most of the time. But then, of course, my mom wanted the program, and she had to have the, um, the flower from Christ's tomb on Good Friday. So I had to go back in. And wouldn't you know that the following year, three weeks before Greek Easter, uh, my mom passed away. And it was short and quick. It was, you know, she went to the doctor's appointment at 12 noon-ish. And the doctor's like, well, the office is right here. You know, the hospital's right downstairs. Let's just take her in for some tests. And um, she went in at noon and passed away a little after midnight. So if I didn't know that information, Laura... I would have probably had a nervous breakdown. And that's how this work saved me. That's how this work allowed me to realize that love is eternal. Love, um, even though they're not here physically, they're always around. And I just dove more and more into this work. And I wanted to help assist others to know that they're not alone, that they're never alone. My mom always used to say, Again, my mom being a spiritual person, she said, you know, please remember. She said, never have any fear. She's like, God's always on your side. And she's like, just always remember that. And um, Beautiful. it was just great words and smart lady, really smart woman. Well, it's definitely rubbed off on you. So Thanks. That's thank awesome. you. So, so the... Um, when you have that little heads up, do you oftentimes, I mean, I, I, that's my feeling anyways, when we get a little heads up about someone may be preparing to cross. Um, sometimes people find it very upsetting, but, but do you find it comforting to know ahead of time? I found it, comfor- I found it comforting. I was freaked out. Don't, don't get me wrong. I was like, what am I going to do with, you know, being an only child, what am I going to do without one of my parents? And how am I going to deal with, you know, de- deciding on which one it was going to be, how it was going to go. But I was prepared. And that's what I, I thank every day for, everybody upstairs for preparing me and that has helped me so much and I think that's kind of the start of you know when the mediumship started happening um you know I I I would do the psychic readings and what would come in would be 
what I thought was a relative that was passed and it was a relative that was deceased. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea how he was getting the information, quite honestly. I was like, oh, well, I'm just seeing this, 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 and hearing this, this, and that. So, you know, I always say that and my dad died the following year after my mom. So doing this work has helped in so many ways. And it really does help w- me as an empowerment coach because I really I blend the intuition piece with the life coaching. Beautiful. Lovely. So let's let's put this into action because we've got a few yeah. people on the line who, who are looking to talk with you today. Awesome. Yes, yes. So um so if anybody else would like to get in the queue today of eight one six two five one three five five five. So we're going to go to let's see, line two. And I'm not sure if it's Howard or Thomas. I can't quite tell. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, anybody there? Howard, Thomas. There's two names here, so I was trying to figure out which one it is. Nope, I guess they're gone. We're going to put you on hold again. You're not hearing anything, Elias, are you? I'm not, unless they were running to get more popcorn. That could have been it, so I don't know why. <laughs> That's it. You gave them a task and they, they just went right That's to it. it. Right. All, right. <laughs> All right. Let's go to San Francisco. We'll talk with Maria. Hello, Maria. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. I'm a first-time caller. Um, you're so nasty. <laughs> I was just realizing earlier um, as I was looking at the um, information that you're Greek. Well, not you, but yes, you're Greek. Yes. <laughs> right. um, I am... Trying to figure out how to keep living and stay here on Earth. I um, have so much going on that I just feel flatlined and locked energy. And I'll have moments where I feel more empowered, but I live in a situation where I'm not able to really speak my truth. And if I do speak up, it's not respected. And I've held on to that energy because I don't have a social circle. Um, I'm blocked medically. When I reach out, I don't get the help I need. Um, and it's become very combative and complicated where I make appointments now and uh, the doctors don't call me. And then the appointments go missing from the system. And this has been, again, the last four months. And I just feel so unbalanced and am doing new energy work, but I just don't have the really energy to do anything and to keep doing anything to move, to keep reaching out to get help because it's to the same people and it's just such a negative experience. So any help would be appreciated. Okay. All righty. Okay. Well, keeping in mind too that, you know, this has been a tough year obviously for everybody, but it's, it's just that much more so. So, the fact that you've this gotten this going on for a long time, right? Oh yeah, but just that, that you've <laughs> most of my that. life. Well, considering, you know, considering that you've had that plus what we, you know, everybody's been going through the past year. That's that you're you're at this point now. This it's good that you're that you're here asking for help. So, so Elias, how can you how do you want to start this conversation? Well, Maria, first of all, thank you, thank you for being open, thank you for being vulnerable, and thank you for reaching out. So already, Maria, you have done something different. It's your first time caller. It's, you know, listening to the show, getting different ideas, 
getting different tools to put in your toolbox. So if you think about it, if you did what you've always done, you're going to get what you always got. So now you're like, well, that road didn't work. Let's go this road and see. And please know I'm not a medical doctor. Um, and what I would say to you is start very tiny baby steps, very baby steps. So when you get off the phone today, you know, just tell the universe thank you. Thank you for, you know, so many people have called in, but Thomas Howard wasn't the first caller you were. So mm-hmm. there you have it. That's that's a thank you. That's the universe thank going, yes, Maria, we hear you. We hear you. And then start thinking, my suggestion is, start thinking of tiny little things that you can be grateful for. Just a small thing. Tiny things. Even if you watch TV and it made you laugh, thank you for reminding me of laughter. And I would start listing those things and almost having like a gratitude journal. And then step out of that comfort zone and that's, that's, can be challenging to do, but if you find people, if you start searching in different circles, perhaps you'll find the support that you need, the the answers that you might need. Um, You know, you can follow Laura and myself. We both have um, Facebook groups. We have lives, you know, and, and start gathering information different information that might help soothe your heart, that might help you to be heard in a way. And there's always an answer. There's always an answer. Sometimes I I realize that I've been there where I am struggling and I do this work and say, gosh, why, why am I being tested today? Because I'm kind of done. I'm really done with being tested. And it teaches me to go even deeper knowing that, you know, there is strength within. So you must be a pretty gosh darn strong woman. You don't realize it yet, but you really are. You really are. So I would start with the gratitude journal, and then I would start, um, you know, if, if traditional medicine isn't giving you an answer, look at someone that does integrative medicine that does the traditional of Western and Eastern and just see what, what is possible. And when you say to yourself, you know, it's impossible, even when you split those two words up, I'm possible. I am, I am possible. So starting to even say um, things that you can believe in, like I am challenged, but I'm moving through it. Give me the strength to move through it. I can sense over the phone, I'm just going to say this, um, you know, I heard you laugh a little bit earlier. At, you've got a lightness to you. You really do. Your energy is, um, there, there's warmth in it. And I want you to recognize that. Okay. Thank you. I do do gratitude every day and all day. I just stopped writing about it, but I do as part of my wake-up body exercises. I just don't feel it penetrating or there's just so much stuck energy and just feeling like my heart is closed. And 
just getting conflicting information from different healers. You know, you are what you believe, but then you are this, so do that. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Could you possibly, just, Maria, write write a limited belief down and then rip it up? I can do that again. Yeah. 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 Okay, and I'm sure you have a lot of tools, but... You know, and and I can hear it. I can hear it in you and feel it in you. And I know for myself as well, where, you know, I've done this work and I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, I will do this again. And, you know, whatever, whatever gets you in touch with, you know, we can go into all this stuff about smudging your space or clearing or doing all these different things. It's, it's not, and again, you know, I don't know you, you don't know me, but this is just my impression of not giving mm-hmm. up. Not giving up. There is that lightness in there. I could feel it. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I, I do give up or I have given up and then I keep trying to find something new and but then I decided to be the nice person and, and not fight every day and then that lost my voice. So all that energy gets suppressed or oppressed, and that's where my problem lies. Knowing intellectually I need to get myself to a position to be healed enough and energetically changed enough to move out, but it's the in-between where I'm still around all of that and needing to get my voice back and speak up regardless of what ends up happening. Exactly. Or putting it something in writing, anything like, do you journal at all? Do you have anywhere where you can actually, you're actually heard? I did do that for a while. I just didn't feel it was changing anything. I, because I physically needed to voice that and be, felt like I needed to be heard. I talked to spirit every day, all day. I was like screaming at you and like, whoops, where'd she go? She just disappeared. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. Okay, Maria. So I'm just, I don't know if Elias, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. She just disappeared off the board. Um, she might call back, but um, hopefully she'll hear this, this recording or the archive at some point. So what I wanted to say, Maria, if, you've, if you're listening to the archive, is that, and I know that um, Elias can add to this as well, because in the beginning you started saying things like, nobody hears me. Um, I'm not being heard, you know, anything, anytime you say things like that, I would love for you to start turning that around and saying, I find people who hear me with a compassionate heart every single day. Something like that, where you're not saying things like nobody hears me. You don't want to affirm that every single day, but just start, you know, put it down on a, on a sticky note somewhere where you see it all the time. All right. I, I always find someone who listens to me with a compassionate heart, something like that. Okay. Take anything where you're finding those limiting beliefs and turn it around. And it may, you may not feel like you believe it at first, but I promise you, if you continue to look at it and hear it in your own mind and to say it out loud, even if it takes weeks, eventually you'll start to see evidence of that in your life. So anything else you want to, um, I agree with you 100%, Laura. It's it's um, it's watching those I am's and and shifting, you know, shifting the the pattern. If we say to ourselves, "I'm broke, 
I'm fe- I am broken and lost, we're going to get more of that. So to own it until you truly can own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And at some point she said, you know, my heart is closed or something along. I forget exactly the wording that she used. Right. My heart is closed. How about my heart is open to someone who will listen with a compassionate heart or, you know, something like that, um, that, and that, and even if you don't feel it, eventually it, it will start, you'll start to feel little shifts in your energy. And it may, it may take some time, but it does happen. Um, I'm, I'm speaking right. from my own experience as well. Yourself, Elias? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a lot of reminders uh, each and every day. Yeah. And I, and I've learned to, you would truly flip the script. I mean, I can look at things and say, even with um, something as personal as my divorce, and really look at it and say, okay, if I didn't get married, I would have never left Chicago and moved to um, Sterling, Illinois, which, you know, would never have got, it's, it's almost like, okay, look what happened here. And look, I wrote a book here that wouldn't have happened in Chicago. So to see the gifts in, to see the gifts amongst the chaos. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly. That's a great, see the gifts among the chaos. I love that. Yep. And, and you know, and it's, and you can take that into a, even a smaller scale as well. You know, if you're sitting in traffic like this, I remember there's one time I was sitting in sitting in traffic. And going, oh, God, I can't believe I'm sitting here for this long. I just, you know, so what a waste of time, you know. And then uh-huh. I just, you know, sitting still in, in my car and looking over and seeing these flowers that are blooming on the side of the road. You know, if I had zoomed right by that, I would never have seen those. And I know it seems right. very small, but it's it does eventually it turns your energy around. It turns your energy into a more receptive space for good things in your life. And um and I know if you're getting if you get beaten down a lot, it's hard to to emerge from the mud. And I understand that. And you you just feel like everything is starting to pile on top of you. Look for that little bit of light somewhere and focus on that. And um eventually it will start to turn. Um okay, so let's go to our next caller. I believe that the name is Shar. Oh, yeah, um, hi. Hi, thanks for calling, Shar. Am I getting that right? Yep, Shar, that's me. Wonderful. Okay. Welcome. So, I am calling um, because I have been doing my own healing work um, as well, and I'm just learning to find my voice. I'm at 42. <laughs> I had a lot of like trauma as a child, and I'm trying to like, you know, find that person of able to speak freely and clearly and express myself heart-to-heart connection with people and for your last caller you know I was thinking I'm doing this exercise where I'm actually working with an actor that I'm writing out a script about some past childhood things and current things that I'm going to be performing them on stage and man let me tell you that is so useful into being able to speak out I I feel, because I also struggle with that, too, and express myself. Um, so my question is, is, you know, how do you know, like, when, how did you, when you were called to make this as a helping others, how did you know that? Like, I get this strong sense of, I want to help all these things that I've learned and I'm still learning and healing, 
like when do you know okay it's time to like help and turn this into you know the next step or maybe even being called to do that like how did you know that good question that's a great question and i have to tell you Shara, that when i was little i wanted to be a vet a special education teacher um an actor or um or a, a psychologist and that's you know kind of like <laughs> so what i found is that going to massage school and people were coming up to me and then being offered to be a massage instructor i mean these little pieces not that i do psychology but to listen to people i think you know the way the universe works is like here's the pieces of the puzzle and now it's like oh why are people coming up to me? Why am I always, you know, why at 27 was I, um, you know, or I'm sorry, when I was 21, became a store manager for this? And why was I given this role for this? And people came to me for this. And why would I want to lead a retreat? What makes me so special for doing this? And it's like because there's a message, and I believe truly that spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to say, working through us constantly, constantly. And there is a message. We each have our own message. So I think that for me, it was honestly, truly doing those retreats and working with people. And then even when I was massaging people, and you know, when you go for a massage, people want to be quiet. They would just start talking on the table. And like, did you ever have this feeling of blah, 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 and I would listen, and, like, and I said, well, do you, do you want some feedback on that? And it turned into, you know, uh, my massage work turned into shifting into energy healing with massage. So each piece, I feel, is a stepping stone to the bigger picture. And if you're feeling that you're being called to this, you're gathering your tools and your experience so you could then speak about it someone who might have been or is in that situation. I think we all are teachers and students for one another. Exactly. Right. Right. Definitely. I agree. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's, then I'll just keep, you know, stepping along and follow my heart and intuition then. And yeah, it just, it feels natural and it feels, you know, like a space where I don't know where I'm meant to be almost, you know, it's just yes. very giving and receiving. Like if there's a, there's a dual opening for both of us, the receiver and the giver, you know? Right. So Shar, yeah. do you light up? Do you light up? Does it, is, does it geek you out? Is it like something yes. that just bursts open? Yes. So you have to exactly. follow that heart and you exactly. ask, cause I, there is nothing in the world than I would rather do than what I'm doing right now today. I just love it. I love it with all my heart. And I, and I love seeing the aha moments in people. That's the piece that, you know, whether I help one person or help to support one person or thousands of people, or maybe that one person then goes out and helps trillions of people. You know, to right. be part of right. that group is what it is. And, you know, even if it's the, the cashier 
at a store that you might say a kind word, you have helped yes. that person. Yes. Yes, that's what that's I That's why my like, favorite interactions. It's I literally like and I tell my husband about the smallest little things, but they feel so big to me, you know, yes. when I can connect with people like that. Right. It just, yeah, it lights me up. <laughs> And yeah, and my husband just listens and he's like, wow, that's so amazing. You know, like, but, you know, in, in, he's different, obviously, than me, but it's just the smallest, simplest things, you know, yeah, the cashier, the guy at the corner, the, you know, just so simple. And I just, I don't know, it's just this, this, this calling I feel like maybe I have, you know, and I, I don't, yeah. but yeah, maybe I need to follow more. So how and would you recommend this? Do you think, like, going to retreat or, you know, like, what do you think? Like, what's the next step, do you think, for me? I don't know if you can. That's a really good segue, too, (laughs) because we're we're coming down to our last minute. Uh, Oh, okay, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Elias, this is a great time to mention what you have coming up next month, because she may actually really enjoy what you have to offer next month. Sure. Um. On June 25th, um, I'm working on the final pieces of it, but on June 25th, I'm going to have a workshop and it's going to be changing your mindset and how do we nurture those pieces. And, and we will be doing a little bit of coaching in that. We will be doing a little bit of intuitive work. We will be doing some I ams, but it's, it's seeing, seeing the light within and knowing that even Shar, for you, even if you like wanted to do this and it didn't come into fruition for you, at least you have said, I'm saying yes to what's in front of me now. And guess what? I never have to turn back and go, God, I wish I could have, should have, would have. Right. Right. And that's yeah. the most important I- thing because we never know. Again, mm-hmm. opportunity is always out there. That's right. So we're coming down I to. Want, our, I hate to cut you short. We're down to our last yeah. second here. If anybody yeah. would like to learn more about Elias, get on his email list. It's eliaspatras.com. E L I A S P A T R A S R A S dot com. Thanks, Elias. It was wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. 
contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.